Hello and welcome to the ISIS Energy Podcast. The closure of the giant Groningen gas field in the Netherlands due to earthquakes poses the challenge not just for security supply in Northwest Europe, but also for the Dutch gas industry as a whole. The government has spent about 13 years and 8 billion euros building it into the region's gas roundabout. I'm Thomas Rogers, Deputy Editor of Gas in Focus at ISIS, and I'm here today with Patrick Sykes, Senior Reporter, also at ISIS, to discuss how secure that position is today. So Patrick, what is the gas roundabout? All right, Tom. So yes, it's essentially a series of infrastructure projects, first sort of championed in 2005 by the Dutch government, but the product of this much longer-running cooperation between the public and private sectors in the Dutch gas industry. It's all about supporting the production, transport and storage of gas in order to enhance the trade of it within the Netherlands. The idea is the Netherlands will become um, both a physical hub for the trade of gas, but also as a result of that, the TTF will become the dominant hub for trading gas as we've seen it become today. Okay, and uh, how does Groningen's closure play into this roundabout concept? Well, one analyst put it to me this way. He said, with the closure of this one particular field, the whole gas roundabout loses its backbone. So it's important to note that the roundabout was not sort of founded on domestic production alone. This is one element of it. The others are, you know, the multiple points for import and export that the Netherlands has. But that did certainly play into it and and it made the Netherlands a sort of uh, a natural home for this hub in a way that other surrounding countries might might not be. In a way that other surrounding countries might not be. Um, So on the one hand, we're losing that backbone. Um, It also means the government loses a hell of a lot of money. Um, natural gas has been a very lucrative game for the Dutch since the 60s. Um, the difference we're looking at, it was back in 2013, um, the government made around 15 billion euros in uh, in revenue from natural gas. And as of 2016, the latest figures we have, that's down to 2.4 billion. So quite a significant reduction. Now... The the government is faced not only with falling revenues from the falling production and sale of gas, but also increasing costs to retrofit the grid for a post-Groningen world. Um, So one example of that would be they're going to have to spend about 500 million euros just to expand this quality conversion plant. This is a facility that converts largely imported high calorific gas into sort of quasi or pseudo low calorific low calorific gas like what you find in Groningen. Uh, it's my understanding that um, the, they always knew Groningen was going to close, but it's now happening a lot sooner um, than they initially expected. Exactly. So, exactly. So I mean, much as in a way in Norway you have this sovereign wealth fund where they put the money from the uh, oil and gas industry into that for future generations once the fuels run out. In the Netherlands, it, it became this sort of professional focus and, and building up an industry that could outlive the fuel with which it was built. Um, so in a sense, I mean, Gas Uni was, Gas Uni is the owner of this, much of this infrastructure. They would say that this is, um, they would say that the very fact that 
they're able to to close Gwyn again is testament to the roundabout success, right? Um, in other places, you couldn't just uh, decide to phase out a field so quickly and replace it with um, more foreign exports, more converted gas. All of those things require a hell of a lot of infrastructure just to make them happen. Um, but as you say, yes, absolutely, the earthquakes in recent years have intensified and the, the pressure from the public has been overwhelming that the government has gone beyond the sort of recommended safe um, level of 12 BCM production per gas year to zero by 2030. Um, so there was a clear political pressure to, to move very quickly on this and uh, I think industry certainly is having a bit of a hard time trying to meet those schedules. Okay, so in in this scenario in which Groningen's uh, doing nothing, um, yeah, I mean, how, do, how does it play out sort of in the market, um, you yeah, know, the dynamics there? Mm-hmm. Well, I think it all depends to what extent this existing infrastructure can be sort of repurposed. Um, so it may be that it could be used for green gas, for example, or for hydrogen. Um, the caveat with all of that is that, at the moment at least, these are all still on a very small scale. Yeah, you're looking at this year so far, we've had 100 MCM of green gas certified, and that compares with... Um, so you're looking at 100 MCM of green gas that's been certified this year, but traditional, um, conventional production of gas has averaged around 93 MCM per day. Um, so it really is uh, playing catch-up. A lot of the analysts I've spoken to within the Netherlands are pretty sceptical about some of the uh, the green options' um, ability to catch up and the timeline. I mean, we're looking at decades here um, rather than years. Um, and what about how liquidity might change on the, on, on the TTF? Yeah, so on the one sense, you know, you might think, okay, production, the production that helped the TTF become the dominant hub it is today, with the disappearance of that, does that put the TTF in danger? I think probably not, because the if there's been any sort of one clear success of the gas roundabout, it has been the, uh, the success of the TTF. Um, we're seeing basically month on month um, new all-time highs from the TTF and it's increasing in terms of traded volume. Terms of traded volume. Yeah, exactly. And the other element to consider there, I think, is as gas terra, the incumbent, um, decreases the amount of, of Groningen gas that it's marketing, but it still has all these contractual obligations to meet, it's going to have to source more and more of its gas from the hub itself. So when I spoke to executives earlier this year, that was roughly third um, split between Groningen, small fields and the hub. Um, but I think we can certainly expect that to increase as production goes down. Okay, so thank you, Patrick. Uh, that's all we have time for today. If you'd like to find out more, please check out our website at www.isis.com. We'll be back with another podcast next week. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.